Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey guys, thank you for downloading today's podcast. Another show with Stav live from um, the epicentre of Barden, right there in um, Barden Tower. <laughs> can, can we not say epicentre? That sounds like a I, spreading it event. It does. It does sound like you're like a dead bang in the middle of coronavirus and you're not. You just, you've well, uh, got a bit of bronchitis. <clears throat> and nobody got time for that, but I need to get a test so I can get to the doctors and get some medication. When you say that, it sounds like you're a uh, anti-vaxxer and you're asking people to come over and lick things. You know they do that with uh, chicken pox? You used to have chicken pox parties. And yeah. they're like, yeah. Always. Mum would be like, your cousin's got chicken pox, you're going for a sleepover. Is is bronchitis, I should have asked my doctor, uh, but is that one of those ones like um, Ross River where once you get it, 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 it's hard to get rid of, it keeps coming back? Is that no, one of those ones? No, it's just an infection. Some people are more prone to get it depending on your lung capacity and the fact that you vape every two seconds and putting a foreign body into you. I don't think anyone. I don't think you can talk about putting a foreign body into you. Come on. <laughs> um, no, but you would be irri- irritating it. You shouldn't be vaping if you're mm. prone to get bronchitis. But some people get it depending on their lungs. Yeah, I mm. thought it was like one of those ones. Once you get it, you can't get rid of it. No, no, you do. You do get but you find that a lot of people get bronchitis and they're like chain smokers and they're like, oh, I just can't get rid of bronchitis. And you're like, well, I wonder whatever happened to her. Hmm, don't know. I wonder if she's still alive. I think, I think busy people are quite prone to it. You know. People, who don't, people who don't have time for it. <laughs> why, why? I, I walked right into that one. <laughs> why do you always get bronchitis? I have a real full schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the symptoms. <laughs> well, how did you how did you know you were developing bronchitis? Well, you know. Well, I one had, of the treatments is rest. Yeah, yeah. I had a full week's worth of work. My car broke down. <laughs> my and then my, fire. my in-laws asked if they could come and stay for the weekend. I was like, oh, my God. I don't even have a spare. I don't even have time to wipe my ass. And yet here I am with bronchitis. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah. oh, good times. Good times. Uh, today's podcast, on there, we speak to a guy who, a doctor who can make you taller. There is a surgery that he does where he, did he say eight inches? Uh, he said it was, it was quite extreme, the amount, yeah, but he said it in centimetres for us. I thought it was like 12 it, centimetres it or something. It turned out to be about three, three or four. No, um, no, no, no. It was a lot longer than that. No, they, that's Inches, his, I mean. Inches, oh, inches yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah. how many is that? That's 13, 13 yeah, centimetres. Yeah, okay, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, because th- yeah, twelve inches is a lot, isn't it? That's, that's a lot. yeah, that's, that's a bit. That's too a foot long sub. Each their own. But if last, you can give sure, me one of those. Last time yeah. I saw you, you were a meatball sub short or whatever. <laughs> uh, but it's interesting the way they do that. So he's on the show today. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Now, we are obviously still at work. The rest of all the office are working from home, doing the right thing because they are able to do so. But when we drive here, um, we go past Roma Street. Well, I personally do. And that's where the Backpackers is, where a man who had been in quarantine, then since left and contracted or developed um, COVID. And he did the right thing the whole time. Mm. When you drive past the Backpackers, there's still police there out the front. So I'm guessing... We can see it, see it right now from where. Oh, you probably come from there. So we're, from where I'm sitting, there is. Yeah, yeah you're at home at the moment. There is a police officer out the front of City Backpackers. Um, he's masked up. So there's people that were in it at the time, and they need to re- 
remain there. I'm guessing yeah. for 14 days, get tested. Do you reckon? We saw it. They thought it was. We thought it was a murder or something because they had the whole. They had the taper around yeah. the, the entrance and stuff. Because he hadn't yeah, leave. He didn't leave he didn't that leave, place no. um, at all. Do you reckon the cop who gets the station where they've got to be there overnight? Right, they're just they're effectively uh, just standing there doing nothing. They're not allowed to be on their phone, obviously, because they're meant to be keeping guard. Do you reckon that's sort of like a like a punishment? I always think that. I'm like, how did you get that job? Or is it a bit of a reward? Like, hey, I'm going to go into the serious beat. Because at the moment, they've all that, got to do door knocks. Yeah. It's, it's not. That wouldn't be fun. I can. He looks bored. Like, he looks really bored. He's on a stakeout. Make it more fun for him. Well, but well, what he's, I, he's, he's looking at his retirement for when he's doing that for a painting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like one day, one day it'll just instead of police, he'll say chub. Yes. You know. <laughs> what I want to know though is if they are in lockdown and they have to stay there, who pays for the food? Do mm. they get like now food delivered? Do they get like a Woolies voucher, or do they need to pay for all the Uber Eats because they can't go to the shops? Or does the health authority go and you know what? You just give us a list of all the stuff you need and we'll deliver it. And I don't know if anyone has been in in lockdown. And it's a forced lockdown, like we all are. But I mean, mm. they've got like when you a, have to ice. If you've been in close contact and you have to isolate. Yeah. Yesterday, Jeanette Young and Yvette Darf, uh, the health minister and chief health officer, you love they her. were saying, uh, Yvette Darf, mm. I do love her. I think she does a fantastic job. Mm. Um, they were kept on saying that if you don't have anyone who can bring you food, like family members, you if if you, someone you know is in lockdown, you can take them food. You can't have contact. You can drop it at their door. But they're saying if no one can get it for you, ring 1-3-HEALTH or something. Mm. And then I thought, <clears throat> what happens? Do you have to give them – do they come to your house, you give them your bank card, and then they go to the shops for you? Or – do you, you just get all that food for free? They they go collect it and drop it off, and then that just happens to be. Well, if anyone know. knows and you work it there as well, please call thirteen ten yeah. six B. I know it's different because um, the situation is rapidly evolving. But um, the last one, listen to you, um, it's rapidly evolving. <laughs> it, it, it's an explosion, and they've slammed stuff shut. Uh, but uh, the last one, uh, the first time, my mate was coming back from LA, and um, that was hectic, and he barely made it back. And when he got back, he had to um, self isolate like forcibly in his apartment. And um, he was lucky that he had just ordered like a month's worth of U foods. Uh, so he had food, otherwise he wasn't yeah. able to go out and he wasn't able to get anyone to, to drop it off. So, yeah, so I think, he was but I think sweet. now they've, they've learnt uh, that you need to get someone to be able to get your food. Yeah, but who pays for it? Do, that, you, do you, like, give them cash when they turn up? Well, or? I think you would normally pay for it yourself anyway. You'd have the mm. money. Yeah. But, yeah, I know what you're saying, because your hotel quarantine, you already pay them the, yeah. the money and your sister did it, so all food is included and if you want extras, you can go and get it. Yeah. Does make a difference in what you order, though, doesn't it? So, like, am I paying or are you paying? Because yeah, I'll get the lobster, I'll get some Morton Bay bugs. Mm. Uh, you know, this is my standard. This is what I normally yeah. have. Uh, and the dog yeah. eats steak only. Because <laughs> yeah. uh. I, that, that's what I wonder, though. Because they're, yeah. Do we like, think about food too much? Well, it's, you, I, I think if you're in lockdown, that's one of the things that'd be one of your only joys. Well, my nana's 90, 90, 98, and she's at home, and she has someone come and help her with the groceries, and mm. they have her card. So they have a copy of yeah. her card, and they need to do it and then show receipt. Because she's always like, get something for yourself. And they're like, 
we can't do that. <laughs> That's like Uniting Care or something like that? They're all yeah. different ones, yeah, yeah. But some of them are just uh, by the Department of Health. But imagine with 1-3 Health, if you ring them, right, and you're like, I can't leave because I'm in lockdown. Mm. They're like, all right, what do you want? And you Boxy go, I tampons, want... tampons, I need um, five... Well, <laughs> no, I was thinking, what if you're like, I need you to go to the bottle and pick me up a carton? Yeah. Like, because yeah. to you at that time, that's important. But are they mm. going to be like, yeah, okay, great, what do you want? Well, when you get there, just ring me, talk me through what's on special, <laughs> and then I'll get... Like, how far can you also push that? Yeah. Oh, hey, I've got a hankering for Maccas... Can you go and get me a large Big Mac meal? Well, like, you can we were there yesterday. Uber Eats for that. But can, yeah, right. And like then for they groceries, just I reckon the they would. But if you want to get all that and you're going to pay for it, then... but you'd push your luck, wouldn't you? You really would. Mm. Hey, I'm just at home. I'm quite bored. I saw that um, Kmart has got some new indoor plants. <laughs> Could you go and get me? A new fiddle fig, whatever they call those things. Well, let's just hope that Maddie's never in uh, self-isolation as a well, result. I've, I've got you guys, so I wouldn't need to worry about that. Oh, that's cute. You've got so much family here, but 131060, <laughs> you do know, let us, let us know how it works. And we are one big family uh-huh. at this radio station, aren't we? Yeah. One big family. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Stab, don't call me. Yeah, mate, anything you need, mate, you're still at home. Anything you need, you just I, let Abby know. I will, I, will, I will point out that out of everyone on our team, the only person that did that for me was Nat, our um, Oh, what did she get you? Oh, what did you offer, Nat? What did you offer to get? I offered to bring him goods. But you didn't. Well, it was, he said no, but I would have. That was the point. All right. She Nat. said she couldn't go back to that naughty but nice. <laughs> and now we all know we can ring Nat. If we need it. Oh, no, I've made a mistake. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, (laughs) gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. I am not going to give advice on this one, okay? (laughs) Because I don't know what she should do. I don't know what's the right thing to do or not. You have to give your opinion on whether you would want to be no, uh, want to know the truth. So, she has written, Dear Abby, and if you've got a complaint, you can as well, uh, Dear Abby at b105.com.au. She's written, My boyfriend since New Year's Eve, ooh, la la la, was complaining about a lady at work who's always late for Zoom meetings and makes everyone wait as she's trying to find the best lighting and position for what he presumes so she looks the best, because she's constantly looking at herself during meetings. He went on to say she's very superficial, and I said, well, that's not very nice. In what way this is what i remember him quoting i just don't like people who've had so much work and surgery done like she has be happy with the face that you were given and he went on to say that i'm glad that you're not like that and you're confident in yourself now i didn't say anything but when i was 20 i was dancing on the disney cruise ships oh you always wanted to doing that have you seen those ones no oh um and the first thing i did with my pay was get rhinoplasty Best thing I ever did as I always grew up hating such a large nose. My dad and my brother have exactly the same nose, but I think that men carry it better. I should have said something like, well, to be honest, I've had a nose job, but I think it was too late to bring up. My boyfriend was very adamant how much he hated plastic surgery. Do I go back and say something now or do I just go, "Mm -mm -mm, it's my secret to keep? Oh, here we go. Well, what do you say? Don't say anything? So? Uh huh. No, don't say anything. No. I don't think he'll can it now because that's the schnoz he likes. No, but he's just adamant but about not like liking plastic, plastic surgery. surgery. Yeah, yeah, but she'd already had it before they met, so he met, fell in love with that nose. So it would but be different said, if he's I think. Happy with the face you're given, though. Yeah, happy yeah. With the face you're given. So but she's the face she's got face. is the face she's given him. So 
the thing is, if now, if now I think she was like, I want to change stuff about me, he'd be upset. But at the time, he, was, he wasn't to know any different. Now, I've written back to her, and the question I asked, and it's only because it was always a rumour, I wrote back saying, do you see yourself with him long term? And she wrote, yes, of course. I said, is it a nose that is carried on in the family? Would it be a situation mm. that your kids mm. could possibly get the nose? Like, in all honesty, like, that could be the case mm. and he could turn around. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, though, has he not seen photos of her as a kid? That's, yeah, I don't know. I need to, I want to see They're the original nose. Said since, no, she yeah, said when so she was I, 20. Said, like, since New Year's. No, she, uh, mm. recent boyfriend since New Year's. Yeah. But no, she had the surgery done when she was 20. Yeah, so you're not like getting out the photos for a, that some early on people, in a relationship. Yeah, and not just that. Later. Yeah, but it may be on the wall. But some people, I, I've known a couple of people that had and uh, have a nose job, and sometimes they notice the mm. difference, but I don't as much. Mm. What if she gets a prosthetic made of her old nose and just comes home with it on one day and goes, "What do you think of this?" And he goes, "That's hideous." She goes, "Glad you mentioned that because actually, when I was twenty, I got this fixed." Mm. <laughs> was a big deal that one of the ba- or the the guys on the bachelorette admitted to having a nose job oh which one i can't i remember it happening but i can't remember the, long the hair. dude he had long hair and he admitted he had yeah could have been any of them no it was a guy that used to always do the impersonations of we kieran kieran, kieran. oh kieran. the english bloke got yeah, one yeah and he right. came out and said look you know i had plastic surgery i didn't feel comfortable with myself did, and everyone right. was like good for you but were very shocked see we had a girl when i worked at cfm on the gold coast we had a girl who went <laughs> on a holiday and then we all thought she told us she was going over overseas. Mm. So she took six mm. weeks off. And we're like, have fun. She was going to Europe. She came back after six weeks with a, it looked like a whole new face because she had a bigger nose and then it was half mm. the size of completely different shape. And it looked really good. Like it was mm. worth the money she'd spent, but she didn't tell any of us she was getting it done. Oh, well, then you can't say anything. And we couldn't. No. But she looked like mm. a completely different person and... You don't go to Morocco and come back with a new face. And it was like, what do we, do you say anything or do you not? Like, maybe, See, with this situa- maybe she could, she could subtly scar him somehow <laughs> and then go, you might want to get that. And then he gets plastic surgery. And then she goes, by the way, I had a nose job. Yeah. She should have said something right there and then, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, actually I've had a nose mm. job and that's it. But I think because he was so adamant, she felt uncomfortable about it. I think it's hard to say because if you wouldn't be so against plastic surgery if Esther wanted it, would you? Like, um, you'd want her to love who she is, but I meant this guy seemed like he yeah. had a really big problem with it. If she really, really wanted it, I would I would go for it. It's her body. But I wouldn't be encouraging it. Like, I would say to her, okay, you're going to do that. Is that going to fix the, the problem? The problem? Yeah. Um, and she'll probably say, no, I'll get rid of you and see what happens. Maybe there's someone out there who has had a nose job and you can remain anonymous and you've just never told anyone. Oh. 13, 10, 60. Be- the reason I ask that is I'd love to be able to answer the question that you said was, can you tell in family photos <clears throat> that you have? Should she? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think you'd ever look at your kid and go, that's not my nose, you've been cheating, though. <laughs> you know? No, because it was a rumour, remember the guy in China that apparently sued his uh, oh, wife yes. because the kids yeah. looked different, and that ended up being an advertisement yeah. for the plastic surgery mm. place. Yeah, Everyone in radio bought that. I fell yeah, victim to it. 
because it was like she had lots of plastic surgery and then the kids came out ugly and he said, no, you've been cheating. She said, no, I've just had plastic surgery. Uh, 13, 10, 60. Should this girl tell her boyfriend who hates plastic surgery she's had a nose job? All right, Gareth, you're on with us. What do you reckon? Morning, guys. Um, I reckon that um, she shouldn't say anything because what you get done before you're into that relationship has no bearing on a relationship whatsoever, so just keep it um, a secret. Mm. Um, it's true, I've, Gareth. I've had friends... <coughs> Sorry? I said it's true. You don't go through all your past partners with your new one go, hey, by the way, just before we make this official, my number is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like I've had um, friends as well. Like, I've noticed where they've got work done as well. Like, they haven't said anything, but I've noticed going, your nose looks a bit different or... You've got Botox or whatever it may be, and it's like you don't say anything just in case it causes embarrassment as well. That's mm. true because the people that want it want you to know will openly say it. Like friends of mine yeah. are like, would you like to go to the bathrooms and see my new breasts? Like they're very open with it. Do they? Mm. <laughs> yeah, to girls, <laughs> not girls. to you. Mate. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> I'll never get it to you. But I tell you what, That's if why you... my friends will live interstate and I keep them away from you. So. <laughs> if you get a sweet new set, I'd love to pop into the cubicles and have a little play. But it's so true, Gareth. If they haven't well, said anything, then it's not polite to bring it up. <laughs> Good yeah. on you, buddy. Uh, also, too, a lot of the time, people who want you to bring it up with them have probably put it on their Instagram. You mm. know, they do the before and after. Yeah, or they'll just say, I went and had this done. Joe, Windsor, what's your thoughts on this, dear Abby? Well, I think she should tell him because, I, you know, like she's had it done and he's so judgy. I've had work done myself. I had my my twins. I adopted them in Bangkok about five years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I had a mini facelift in yeah. in Bangkok as well. That took and me a I second, by the way, so Joe. As well, I was <laughs> like, you had. Ki- oh, okay. oh, right. What do you need work for if you adopted your kids? But now I get it. Yeah, All right. yeah. 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 My twinnies. I I was always very big chested, and as I got older, they started to droop, and I breastfed for a long time. And I hated them. So off I went to Thailand. I had them lifted and um, I have implants now. And I told everybody I was going so there'd be no, oh, my gosh, she went and had work done or anything like that. And if a woman wants to have work done or a man, go for it. As long as you don't go over the top. I've seen some people, you know, Botox and their lips are just, you know, they look like, monkey bottoms and things like that. But otherwise, he shouldn't be so judgmental. She was unhappy with her nose and she had it done and tell him. And if mm. he doesn't like her for that, well, he's not worth it. Go away, man. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, well, hey? that's what I always think is you do surgery for yourself, don't you? Not for someone else. Like if you're getting mm. it for someone else, that's all the wrong reasons. Or if you're not doing it for someone else, yeah. maybe that's for the wrong reasons. Well, we had that. Oh, I'm, I think both opinions are well, true. We had uh, not too long ago on the show, we just had that doctor on, Dr. Stretch, who was talking about limb lengthening. Mm. Like, does a man have to tell a girl, hey, by the way, I used to be short, but he made me taller. I had surgery to be taller. Oh, that's so, so sad. I wanted to give birth to a basketballer, and now it's never going to happen. Well, that would happen. You know, your <laughs> kids would come out twins short. from Thailand. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. Save my marriage. Divorce rates are huge in Australia, and we thought... <laughs> 
Can you do anything to save a marriage? And we did ask people if they were struggling and the phones just lit up and one of the couples that uh, we managed to be able to help is Cam and Frankie. Now, have we managed to help them? We're not really sure yet. Well, decision day is Friday where they officially are going to say whether or not they are going to work things out. Stay or leave. Or walk away. Cards like Married at First Sight. Well, well, (laughs) actually. romantic. You know what I've realised on Married at First Sight? Mm. They're actually, you know when you get your bill at a restaurant sometimes and they put Mm. the little thing where you can put your credit card in. That's yeah. all yep. that they use. They've like they've swiped to them from a restaurant. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to find out Friday whether or not we've done enough to help them save the marriage or not. They've got four children. They've been married for over 21 years and they said they keep throwing out the divorce word during fights and there's more fights than happy times at the moment. They have been doing one-on-one, one-on-one counselling and also a couple counselling. Now, this is their last single counselling session and it came up because when we first spoke to him, when we first spoke to Cam, he said that he comes second to Frankie's phone and how much it bothers him. Mm. Turns out she hasn't been able to stop doing that. I've been saying that was one of the problems was the phone and two nights in a row it's been, like I've said, you've got from 3 o'clock to 8 o'clock before I get home to do whatever you got to do on your phone. After work is meant to be our time to whatever, either talk or discuss things. So then yesterday, she thought she'd just try to say, we're going to do it, like we're going to finally do it. I just thought, nah, I'm not going to waste my time because you've done it two days in a row. So I decided to get me a couple of bottles on the way home from work. I came home. And yeah, she was back on her phone again in the garage. Back into same sort of those bad habits. Yeah, back on her phone again. And uh, yeah, I just get in a bit annoyed. I let, put my guard down just to get punched again. Like I thought we were doing, like I, I felt we were doing great until yeah. yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then last night. Cam, where are you at now? So yesterday you didn't, you didn't kiss hello and goodbye. Have you guys spoken since this has happened? Or have you just been ignoring each other? Yeah, we've been ignoring each other since yesterday. I ignored her because I was pretty hurt. She was messaging and trying to ring. I just didn't bother answering because I I didn't want to hear her say, yeah, we'll sit down and talk and then come home and go for it again. I just didn't want to do it. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't do another night of coming back and she's back on it again. So is that has that been your strategy is that you come home and... You just grab a couple of bottles on the way home and that's the way you sort of zone out. That's been the strategy. Yeah, yeah, that was my strategy even before this, all of this started. That's what I was doing on a regular basis. I was, like, I'd say drinking nearly every day after work because that was the only way I could numb myself and just block everything and, yeah, sleep easier. Well, I thought. Yeah. Did it work for you this time? Did you feel like it numbed what was going on? No. It just kept going in my head. Stopping by the bottle shop and grabbing some bottles as a strategy to try and forget what's going on because this time it didn't work. Yeah. And there's got to be a better strategy. I hope there is. And I'm not talking about a better strategy just for Frankie, but for you. Yeah. Okay, so wanting the best for yourself. Bringing your standards up higher enough to say, that's not going to fix my situation and that doesn't even work for me anymore. Yeah, after last night with my bottles, it wasn't really doing anything. What did you realise last night when you realised the bottles weren't really doing anything for you? Yeah, I just ended up just tipping the last of it out and having a feed and going to bed. 
Does Frankie know that that's your trigger? Does she know why you go to the bottle shop to have get the alcohol or the bottles and come home? Does she know that's your trigger? No. This is sad to hear because yesterday in the session they were with a sex therapist and everything sounded fun and like they'd really come together nicely and we've had all heard the the breakthroughs mm. and now they've they've way they're right back at the start. Well, he sounds I think more though, hurt than ever. He does, but I, God bless him. I think he is really. I think he's definitely developed through the course of all this. Like he was monosyllabic; he, he barely spoke a word, and now he's really getting across his emotions and, and talking things out though so I think even if they don't stay together I think it's actually really helped him as a person yeah yeah they've gone into yeah. bad habits so you know it's like you do this rather than telling you that I'm annoyed I'm yeah. gonna go and do my thing like sit, mm. being in the house and existing again and ignoring each other is what they did do yeah so someone needs to break the habit it's not like you did wrong so I'm gonna do this yeah mm. I, I did not expect to be back here two days out no. from decision day no. with them we were only just saying back end of last week we're like Cam and Frankie do we just like you, the problems are gone what do we do you reckon they're mm. doing this just to get another date night I don't know I don't know <laughs> but it's um what what happens next, though, um, it sounds like he just had a couple of beers, ate and went to bed. Mm. Did they end up in bed together or did Cam do his usual and storm out of the house? Um, we're going to hear more of this counselling session when we come back. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Now. Stab Abby and Matt. Save my marriage. Frankie and Cam are a couple that listen to the show. They put their hand up and said, yeah, if you want to save a marriage, ours definitely needs it. We want all the help we can get. We have sent them to counselling, date nights. They've even gone to sex therapists to go and have a chat with them. And we thought everything was going really well um, until a big trigger for Cam is Frankie on the phone. He's come home a couple of nights and she's ignored him because she's on the phone for a few hours to family. He hasn't dealt with it that well. Stops by the bottle shop on the way home. And I imagine that um, when he comes home and starts drinking, Frankie doesn't say, oh, let's have a conversation. She goes, whatever. (laughs) Um, We just heard from Cam. How did he deal with it? After he realised the drinking was bad, he's poured some of the alcohol down the sink. What did he do? Are you still sleeping in the same bed? Last night, no, I slept on the couch because our boys got our room. So we're in the lounge. I slept on the couch, she slept on the mattress. Both of you in, in the lounge room? Yes. It's hurting me more and I that was one of my things was I don't like getting hurt. I've I feel like I've put my barrier back up. What's one thing you could do today that could keep you in the game? Probably hug her and kiss her and say I love her. Because you do, right? Yep. There's one thing to know that's what you could do, it's another thing to think you can you do it. And that's the thing I'm struggling with is can I? Because at the moment I don't feel like I can. Cam, what are you feeling right now? Because I noticed that you're quite emotional. Yeah. Tell me to you. I feel I let down pretty hard. Like I said, it's been great. And then these last couple of days, it's just, yeah, it set me back heaps. Where I feel like I'm back at before all of this started. If we just play out this scenario in our head again and you've got Frankie on the phone and you're in the lounge room, did you at all approach her while she was on the phone or when she was out in the garage? Wednesday when I took over the dishes and she was on her phone, I even said to you, I said, I hope you're not going to be on your phone, please, all night. 
And she goes, I really have to do, I really have to take this thing. I was like, oh. Was it really important? To me, not as important as what we're meant to, what we're going through and stuff, because if she thinks that's more important than our marriage, then what's the use of even doing this? Honestly, I don't think it was important. That was hard to hear. Mm. He's honest. He is, isn't he? Well, he really wasn't, I don't think, as open and honest at the start, but I feel like now he's stated what he needs, mm. it's even more hurtful that he's not getting it. Decision day is on Friday. Will they work things out or will they walk away? That's the big question with Cam and Frankie. We're going to hear Frankie's side of the story this time tomorrow. Yes, because there's always two sides. There always is, and that's what I always wonder. I pick the side of the person who I'm currently speaking with, but it's always the the way. Well, you're in front of me right now, so you're right. Uh Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. So I came across this on my For You page on TikTok, Mm -hmm. and I don't know whether this was just marketed directly at me because I'm someone who could probably use this. Mm -hmm. But it is a Dr. Shahab Maboubian. He's in America and he was going through the procedures that he'd done with some of his patients and they were very excited that he had lengthened them. Recently went under bilateral femur limb lengthening. I came here all the way from Chicago. I never really felt satisfied with my height. I was starting at five foot six and hopefully by the end of my limb So this bloke can take you from just an average height to a LeBron-sized height that can get you smashing it up in the NBA. And he joins us this morning. Dr. Shahab Maboubian, tell everyone the grueling way that you make people taller. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. So this is a surgical procedure where I actually make a surgical cut in the bone, whether it's in your femur or in your tibia. The tibia is the lower part of your leg and the femur is the in the thigh portion. And this is done through very small incisions. So this is actually considered a minimally invasive procedure. <clears throat> so once we cut the bone, then we put in a rod that goes inside the nail Mm -hmm. uh, and this nail is a magnetic nail and it uh, corresponds with a device that's magnetic and over a course of a few months uh, with a millimeter a day this thing communicates with the nail to lengthen it out uh, each day about a millimeter so this used to be a very um, torturous way mm. of uh, doing lengthening because we used to use the external devices where they had these wires and uh, rods going through the skin mm. and it was very painful but nowadays in the past let's say 10 years they've come up with these internal mechanisms which is a lot more tolerable uh, and the pain is much less and the patients do so much better Mm. Man, I found you on TikTok. You popped up in my For You page, um, and I think it just knows that I'm fairly short, so that's why it probably offered it to me. Uh, that's, that is crazy. You've got to think. After all the years of the studying that you've done and, and surgery, would you think that you're a worldwide success just on TikTok? Uh, you know, I just recently started on TikTok uh, maybe about a month, two months ago. And, uh, you know, it's been a sensation. <laughs> we have a lot of people calling in uh, who are really interested in this. Okay. <laughs> when guys come in, though, right, because um, I've never been worried about my, my height. My mum always said to me growing up, you know, good things come in small packages, and I appreciate that. 
But why do guys come in? <laughs> yeah. You know, the most common reason why guys come in is because all their life they've been made fun of. They, you know, they're tired of hearing the short jokes.、Mm. And yes, it makes a difference in their dating life for sure. Every woman wants, you know, the tall, dark, and handsome kind of guy.、Mm. And guess what was the first thing I said? Tall.、Mm. That's one of the most attractive features of a man is their height. Yeah. So when they're short or below average height, you know, most of the women don't give them the time of day. So they come in to find love. Okay. Well, and to make a、uh, a short story long,、um, how much does it cost? Uh, you know, this can range from anywhere from seventy thousand US up to a hundred thousand US, depending on where you go、mm. and what procedure exactly you want done. So it is a very expensive procedure, but、uh, you know, I've worked with、uh, my hospital to make it as cheap as possible.、Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, most of the cost is due to the、uh, actual nail because that's the most expensive part of the whole procedure. So, can we talk about? You say inches. What's the most you can do? So typically we do eight centimeters per surgery. So you can actually do eight centimeters in the femur and、mm, close to eight centimeters from the legs and the、wow. tibias. So you could get a total of approximately fourteen to fifteen centimeters. In your height, which is equivalent to close to six inches. That's、wow. huge! That's Thanks for converting、one. it to centimeters. We、yeah. do appreciate、wow. that. Yeah. Can you do it in arms as well? I was、well? going to ask that too. Can you like if because if you've got we, longer legs, you want things to be in proportion. You、mm. don't want to look like a T Rex.、Uh, you know, we do do it in arms, but it doesn't seem unproportional because、uh, you know your torso is not changing. It's、mm. just your legs look longer. Yeah. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, it is it is possible to do it in the arms as well. Would you do this for sports players? Like, does it weaken the bone on any level? Because they've got to be like the ultimate fitness,、um, you know, and they don't want any broken bones. But for a lot of sports, height is an advantage. Would you do it on professional players? It's not so much the bone that becomes weak. In fact, the new bone that forms is stronger than your regular bone.、Mm-hmm. But it's the soft tissues that get stretched out. So people that are in sports like basketball, height may be an advantage,、mm. but even more so, it's the speed.、Uh, the problem with doing this procedure is that you, your muscles tend to get a little bit tighter,、mm. so you may not be as quick or as nimble as you used to be. You may not be able to jump as high. So really, I, I wouldn't recommend it for professional athletes. Just to get the height advantage. What would happen,、uh, say, if you suffered a broken leg? Would that complicate things? Would it? Would you have to have it removed? Could you just put your leg in a cast like you would if it was a normal broken leg, or is it a bit more complicated since you've had the operation? The bone that you form is a lot stronger, but if you do break your bone, yeah, it's you know it's treated just like any other bone. In 2013, Justin Bieber said that he was retiring from music, and then he came back in 2015.、Um, and there are photos of him、um, when he was dating Selena Gomez, and he grew what looks like to be about six inches. Do you know in your circles whether Justin Bieber? The rumor is is that he's had this surgery. Did Justin Bieber get it?、Uh, I have no idea, and even if I did, I cannot comment、yeah. on that because all my patients get the most. Confidentiality,、mm. since they usually don't want anyone to know.、Mm, have you done a select? Okay, then you don't have to tell us who, and because I can respect that doctor. But how, do you know of any celebrities at all getting this surgery? I have had a couple of、uh, 
celebrities that have done this on, but again, I can't reveal who they are. Well, all those all those um, actors that played Hobbits really shot up after the movie, didn't they? So. <laughs> this would be interesting for models, wouldn't it? Mm. Is it mainly actresses, uh, like actors, sorry, or singers who would get it done? Uh, I believe it's both because, again, in the especially in the entertainment industry. Uh, it's all about your looks and how you're portrayed on TV or, you know, uh, on social media. Imagine all the stuff you could reach if you got it, Abs. I know, right? <laughs> handy, you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you were a politician, this would be good for you as well. Because mm. then, you know, with, with height, usually when you enter the room, you kind of take up the presence. So yeah. mm. have you done a politician? <clears throat> no, I don't think I've done a politician that I've known of. Mate, really appreciate you coming I'll on this morning. you guys... Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you guys one one story before I go. Sure. Uh, you know, I actually did this on a 65-year-old male uh, who had recently divorced from his wife, and he wanted to get back into the dating game, but he lacked the confidence because he was only 5'3". So he came to me, and I did the procedure for him, and, uh, you know, he continued to wear uh, his heels uh, to make him even taller. But after he was done... From 5'3", and with his shoes, he was about 5'8". But it made such a big difference in his life. He he actually told me uh, that, you know, now people actually pay attention to him when he's in a conversation. When before, people just ignored him and, you know, know, acted like he wasn't even in the room. Mm. So that was a very touching uh, story for me. And I was very happy to hear that, you know, how it changed his life. Mm. Uh, Dr. Shahab Maboob, really appreciate it. People want to find you. Height lengthening. Um, just search you there on TikTok to see exactly how this procedure works. And we'll put it on our Instagram and TikTok as well, B105 Brisbane. Thank you for calling in from America this morning. No problem. Thanks. Good talking to you guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This was pretty funny yesterday. Did you? Yeah, wasn't it? Well, I, I personally loved it. I know everyone was saying it was really cheesy, but uh, Darren Hayes, of course, from Savage Garden, said that he turned down a large amount of money to redo his uh, this song. Truly, madly, deeply. To a different lyrics uh, for a food delivery company. And when you think about that, I mean, it sounds crazy, but you see the ads and they got Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. you know? They get mm-hmm. the big names yeah. for the big money. And Savage Garden, massive in their day, absolute legends. I love how he said, probably need a buck. <laughs> well, he said, I want you to know how much money I turned down and how hard I fight to protect your high school memories. Oh, look at him go. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Obviously, uh, because we got the lyrics to it, and I thought, well, you know, if he's not going to do it, and if um, any um, delivery service wants to pay me a fortune to do it, I'll, I'll be there. Uh, Who do you reckon it was? Not Uber Eats? I was saying no. Uber Eats. You were saying Menu Log, you reckon? Well, they're the ones that get um, snooped. I don't even think Uber Eats ad. Do they? I don't well, think they have any commercials. Yeah, yeah they've yeah, got yeah. the heaps. They yeah. did the one with Kim Kardashian. They've done the one oh, big yeah. one with Wiggles at the moment that yeah. are on true, every bus. True. They're I advertising a lot. Take that back. Maybe take it's back. DoorDash because DoorDash are this new thing and they're all over TikTok and Instagram doing ads and stuff. So maybe mm. what I find hilarious about this, though, is that why Darren Hayes has come out and said, I'm protecting you from this food delivery service. If I was the food delivery service, I would come out and be like, it was us, guys. We offered it, and then you essentially are getting the ad for free. That's true, but on his in, in his court as well, he didn't do the ad, but he's still relevant again. 
Yeah, so you think he's getting something out of it because everyone's talking about Darren Hayes. Well, where... that's, that's the first time I've heard that song in years. Yeah, Do that you know? is true. Well, so, it is Oh Well Wednesday, it's, it's, so he could pop up anyway. <laughs> but it's, it's win-win. Uh, um, but, you know, I, I am known to um, not shy away from a microphone. Uh, I, I will, well, look, I'll sing it any, at the drop of a hat, to be honest. Right, so you've remade this song. You've taken the lyrics that he put on Instagram to Truly Madly Deeply. And I will say, I think this is the first time, um, and it's a big rage all, 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 all the while, I, this is my first feat. Feature. This is my first feat. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it is, <laughs> it is Stab Davidson feat Maddie Acton. Or actually, actually, wait, hang on. Uh, I'll say <laughs> Stab Davidson feat DJ Parker. No, no, no. Boy. Just play the whole thing. At the end, Stav tries to do the high note and he doesn't do as well as what he was hoping. Here you go. Play it. There we go. All mm-hmm. right. Here it is. Let's roll this. Savage Gardens truly madly deeply. For DoorDash. Let's say it's DoorDash. Oh, well, Wednesday. I'll bring you Greek. I'll bring you French. I'll bring you Japanese. I'll bring you Thai steak from the pub. Bring every food that you need. Close to your door with every step. I'm outside holding your food. It'll be warm. It'll be tasty. Cause I'm Now, when we because you're at home, <laughs> we recorded that in the studio, and I said as a joke, you should do that. Bit, and then Komsky, the audio guy, decided that he would add that in at the end. It was good enough to stay in, mate. You should be proud. Well, I actually it's think it's, I mean it's pretty good lyrics, really, isn't it? It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, I'm, I'm hungry. Huh. Should we start pitching Darren Hayes to like re-sing our jingles and stuff like that? For for staff for our show, for and then he'll post them on this Instagram, going, "Look at what these idiots." Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to wake up with you every morning. I, to be honest, there for a second because I can see your hands. I thought you were going to fade that down at the end. So you I did think your... about it. I was going to. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Have you guys got on your uh, phone because you always put your location in, it comes up and if you pair it to your car, it comes up with predicted location? Yeah, or so, how far from home you are. Yeah, yeah, so if I go the same thing on the same day, it will tell me. So it's really weird when it's like predicted time to the tennis court. And I'm like, oh, all right, no worries, I'm driving there. I'm like... Why am I going to the tennis court? Everything is cancelled. Hmm. So it's like it's telling me what I'm doing every day, but I'm actually not. And I automatically drive there because it tells me to. It's like, oh, ah, right. You select yeah. it. No, no, no. It comes up on my, because it's paired to my yes. GPS in the car. Oh, so it comes up. here at this time. Yeah, it's like you'll be there in so many minutes. I'm like, no worries. Why am I going there? Yeah, right. Thanks. It's actually the only reason no, I use my maps. So, so, so you know where you need to be for when you get like Alzheimer's or something? 
<laughs> so I know how long it's going to take to get there. Oh, yeah, that is handy. And occasionally, if there's been an accident and someone's updated it, you can skip that. It must, that be, a, it must be a feature of the, the maps rather than... The phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's better that. Yeah. Lockdown, we're all dealing with it. Yep, everyone's doing their thing. Homeschooling is not uh, that much fun. No. And um, I had to do it with Xander yesterday, and I was talking him through some English thing that he had to do. Eden has to do pretend homework as well while she's there. And um, before I got home, he was playing some video games with his mates online. And he tends to, when I say get off your video games, leave it turned on, but yet leave his headset plugged in to the controller, which means you essentially have a live open mic mm. to people's mm. houses from mm-hmm. within your house. We're doing renovations at the moment, so we're all living in the one very tiny space while downstairs gets renovated. And I get a text message from one of the dads saying, doing some English, are we? <laughs> like, oh no, what else have you heard? He said nothing, but I know he's lying. Thanks. But no thanks. You should um, just occasionally just go, it's 24 degrees and uh, yeah. 10 to 9 out there. <laughs> Playing Alpha Bucks in 15 minutes, call us now. <laughs> now, lockdown's tough on everybody and everyone's... Not you, you're in a robe eating bloody... What, are you, what did you just slap in your mouth then? My um, daughter just brought me a Twizzler. Yes, a Twizzler. Twizzler. Is that, mm. It's like it's a strawberry like licorice. licorice. Yeah. Ah. Fantastic. Good breakfast food. But I'm really struggling, i got to say, for one main reason. I can get serious for a moment. I got a, I got a haircut on Friday before the lockdown went that was on point. Like It's your best ever. It's, I think it is. It's like one of those ones where you go, if I was a vampire and stuck with that hair for the rest of my life, I'd be happy with that. I would be happy with that. You've gone you out of the limb. It's something different as well. Yeah, where'd yeah. you get it done? I said to my wife, uh, Tony Shopshop. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something different. I said to my wife, I think I've got Doctor Who hair, huh? I think I've got Doctor Who hair. And she said, yes, you do. And since I got it done on Friday, no one's seen it. Except for you two. No oh, one's seen it. We don't count? We said it looked good. Did we not give you enough? No, you didn't give me enough. No. Oh, no, Maddie did, actually. You I said told it took you. five years off. It's true, you did. You Thank did. you. I said you look yes. five years younger. I said I love yeah. it. Mm, mm, I even, mm. I've said it on text. God, what do I have to give you? Yeah, she gave, you don't get much in writing from her in the way of compliments. Oh, like, what else do you That's want? True. Screenshot it. But I wanted that from everybody, and I haven't got it because I've been stuck at home. Can everyone Thank please you. send a text or maybe just – you've got Staff's number. Send him a text or just DM him saying your haircut looks great. They've seen it on the screen. I mean, obviously, you're not pulling it out right when you're wearing like a – what is he? Wear a robe and – Wear a bathrobe. <laughs> don't hate me because you hate me. <laughs> don't hate the player, babe. Hate the game. I said thanks, but no thanks ages ago. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby, and Matt on B105.